Welcome to the Grey Eye and Disability Arts online podcast, Disability And. Bringing together thoughtful discussion and debate. This month, Grey Eye's Creative Learning Director, Jodie Alyssa Bickerton, chats with ensemble graduates about their experience on Grey Eye's ensemble training course. Applications are now open for this year's course commencing September 2021. If you'd like to find out more about Grey Eye's ensemble training course, visit www.greyeye.org. I'm Jodie, I'm uh, Grey Eye's Creative Learning Director. I am a white woman in my early 40s with long red hair and I'm wearing a black t-shirt and I've got um, a background of a forest behind me, but I'm not actually in the forest. And on this podcast today, I'm talking with three young artists from Grey Eye's Ensemble alumni, Grey Eye's Ensemble. Grey Eye's Ensemble is a drama training program for young actors and theatre makers, providing world-class drama training to support a new generation of deaf and disabled talent uh, to diversify and invigorate the UK theatre industry. Welcome, Ensembleys. Woo! Hello. Do you know that I call you Ensembleys as an affectionate collective term? So we we have with us today, we have uh, Vanessa Smith, who was with us um, on the first year of our ensemble. Welcome, Vanessa. Hello, everyone. Could you just give a brief audio description of yourself, Ness? Sure, yeah. Okay. I'm a white woman in my 20s. Um, I'm fairly tall-ish. Um, I've got long blonde brown hair, um, so, 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 so off to the middle of my back. Um, and in the background, I've just got my nice big living room. Thanks, Ness. And on the same year as uh, Ness was on the ensemble, uh, Josh as well, Josh King. Welcome, Josh. Thank you. Um, my name's Josh. I'm a white male in my late 20s. Uh, I have longish brown hair, the longest it's ever been. Uh, and I have a grey hoodie on. And in the background is a white wall and a red wall. And you can see sort of the corner of my blind. Thank you. And uh, lastly, but not leastly, we have Awa Jegni, who was on our 2017 to 18 programme. Welcome, Awa. Hello. Welcome. Um, I I was Jackie in my early twenties, uh, and behind me I got a white wall with pictures on, and I'm wearing my favorite top and saying, "You are my universe." And yeah. Thanks, um, and I'm just going to go, Vanessa, to you first, because I'm not sure if you knew this. And actually, um, yeah, Josh, you too. I'm not sure if you both knew this, but on the last day of Ensemble, 
Um, Meta and I, Meta is the uh, ensemble coordinator at Grey Eye. We both sat outside on the pavement outside Grey Eye and <laughs> sobbed, absolutely sobbed in the rain. Oh. We, <laughs> partly through exhaustion, I think, because it was the first year uh, that we had taken <laughs> ensemble and years of dreaming up ensemble and it finally happened um so we put our absolute heart into it but also I think we were just so proud of what you had achieved and and had kind of blown away any expectations we had of what that ensemble could be in its first year um and realized we that you had flown off to do other things and we were devastated was that your experience too on your last day or was it completely different uh, speaking from my experience, uh, it, it, it was a it was a strange one. It was like uh, sadness at leaving, but also excitement at sort of figuring out what was next and taking in everything I'd learned from the time I was there and putting it into practice and actually seeing what sort of opportunities were out there for me. I mean, I, I'd never had training like that, so. It was just interesting. I mean, I still I still miss sort of the the atmosphere and uh, the the re- the rehearsal room things like that. Just every time I come back and do things, it just floods me with memories. And Ness, what about you? It 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 felt like I'd been part of a family. It 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 it. it it really did. Um, I was part of a family for six months who all shared the same passions to me, all shared the same interests to me. And on my last day, it was just like, yeah, I think um, sort of similar to Josh. I just felt like part of me doesn't want to go, but then part of me thinks, well, I breathe. I want to make the people that taught me proud of me. You were living in Liverpool, weren't you, and relocated down to London. Yeah, yeah. For ensemble. What was that experience like? Can I be honest or tactful? <laughs> be honest. It was very challenging. I mean, I'd gone from, to be honest, living at home, and having a mum and dad and sister who can do pretty much everything for me, if I want them to, you know. Um, having a little bit of independence, but not that much. To suddenly going from that to, right, you're in a hostel and you're going to have to do this pretty much on your own. Um, there were... Um, there were nuns around um, to make sure that I didn't burn the place down (laughs) Um, but I was pretty much independent Um, and that was weird because it because because that was the first time for me Um, and as if the accommodation side of things wasn't difficult enough, I then find out that, hang on a minute, I, I, I have to travel 
somewhere that I've not been to very much before. Um, and I was so relieved when, I think it was Helena, um, she was in charge of, she, she, she was in charge of sorting out the access workers. Um, she said, that, oh, it's fine because your access worker can go with you. You know, can, can, can pick you up and then, and then, and then, and then we, 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 we'll drop you right to your door again. Um, and that just made me feel really secure. And our, it was similar for you, wasn't it? Because you were traveling. Where were you traveling from? Sorry, wasn't it? Yes. So I was, um, I was living at Cholish in Surrey and I had to wait up early to get my case and there were she to meet me at the church and I then we used to go to London together. Yeah. And, and Josh, you were someone else who kind of uh, relocated to London as well, didn't you, from, from Redditch, I think. I didn't yeah. actually get all these three out of London people together, but we have. We've got this <laughs> shared experience. Yeah, I was very lucky. I managed to find some gigs, and I I travel up every uh, week. But I think that was just as important as the course itself is that experience of being somewhere completely different, learning a different place, learning how to get around the place. And at at that point, that's where a lot of the industry was focused. So it, it was just good to know that sort of thing, and. I mean, I still remember the first day of Ensemble arriving late, having all my luggage and everything with me and not knowing uh, routes or anything. And I remember, I remember as I was leaving, I had this massive like rucksack on my back and it was uh, Rich who showed me where the bus stop is. Uh, and he, he walked me there and told me which one Rich to get Rich from on. our marketing team. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, that in itself was quite, daunting but surprising also how quickly I began to love that because it, again it's, it's part of the challenge it's, it's something you have to learn to do and you mentioned your first day what what's it does, does everyone Aaron Nest do you remember the first day what what were the feelings around that first day of ensemble I was so nervous on that first day, it, it, I was in a room of people that I didn't know, and mm. I was so afraid. What did they don't understand the way I talk, but some people don't understand the way I talk. So I was so nervous. That when I get to know them, I think that uh, I fell in love with them. Oh, <laughs> can only <I> cry. <laughs> um, 
I remember um, my first day was, yeah, um, my first day, I remember, um, relief, I guess, because um, we'd, I can't remember, I think the trains weren't running or something, but I actually got driven to Grey Eye in Lizzie's car. Um, um, Lizzie was my access worker. Um, and I remember feeling relieved because back then the underground used to slightly make me nervous. <laughs> um, and then when we got in, I remember feeling at home, but then you got so many new things to think about. I mean, I can remember before I walked in the, the rehearsal room, I didn't understand the concept of a sign name, for instance. And then suddenly uh, I'm being asked um, to think about a sign name for myself. I'm like, okay. Um, and I thought, you know, how on earth is this going to work? Because, because I'm blind and I think I met Jenny that day, yeah. And <laughs> our director, Jenny Seely, is pretty much deaf. And I'm there going, how is this going to work? <laughs> how are we going to communicate? But, um, but I felt relieved because Jenny is more than capable of making herself heard. <laughs> she um, yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah. And what about the, um, just thinking about if, um, if, when you're kind of talking about your ensemble experience to others, um, which I'm sure you're doing all the time, um, what, how do you, how do you describe it? Like what were some of the, um, the features that stand out for you when you're thinking about you as a, as an actor, training as an actor and theatre maker, what were some of the, the training that sort of stood out for you in the experiences? Um. Probably one of the biggest things, because it came to me when I was uh, thinking about this the other day, um, was working with Jenny Butman on Shakespeare. Uh, it's such well, when you when you look at Shakespeare, it's one of those things where you 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 look at it and it's a very daunting sort of subject to even get into. There's there's the speech patterns are completely different, and it, it's it's a lot to take in. And people always used to say, "Oh, you can you can make Shakespeare fun," but I mean that really stood out to me just from the way that Jenny sort of taught the class she was so light with the subject she broke you into it very easily and honestly the only person I've come across so far that genuinely can make working with Shakespeare an enjoyable experience um yeah just that completely stood out to me as something that I'll always remember and I don't think without her influence I would have taken to Shakespeare the way I did. I mean, 
the I remember working on a soliloquy from Hamlet with her and I still use that today as part of my repertoire when I'm auditioning if they ask for Shakespeare I'm like oh this is something that I worked really hard on with someone who taught me so much about the text so I mean it's still one of the things that I can remember word for word even though I haven't used it in about I don't know a year <laughs> well and I know um what you've just said about Jenny the late Jenny Buckman um has resonated with others um I think uh, Louis who was in um with you our uh, in ensemble um and just uh yeah had had Jenny as a as a mentor and just learned an incredible amount um because she was willing to pull Shakespeare apart and really re-examine what is it about actually and make it truly accessible um not only accessible in the in the terms of access but also in terms of actually here is something so classic how do we get access to it as young people and how do we make it relevant to, to today um i think yes. it was definitely her breaking it down and going well why don't you word it in how you would uh, say these words and then we'll discuss how to actually bring the shakespeare to life because i don't think you can truly understand the work until you put it into your own sort of speech patterns and things like that and i i i feel like that is a very important way of looking at anything that could be as daunting as Shakespeare and, and yet you know I remember standing in circles and she'd just teach us words and we'd say them in different tones and different things because the meaning really didn't matter in the end it's if you if you understood the feeling. Uh, only I like working with teeth and the voice man. He's coming back this year too so that's good in in one of his training i i get really relaxed in his session and i too use he exercise to this Day with my other acting so he was a my best teacher ever. <laughs> yeah, you'd be thrilled to hear you say that. And you, you raise an important thing there about just those things that stay with you as well. Yeah. Um, because that's the thing, isn't it? Through your training, we're not just thinking about what we can apply now it's everything links together doesn't it voice links to movement links to improvisation links to the collaboration later on when we're creating a piece together uh, for performance um, and then it's about how you use that going going forward um, into your sort of the the next part of your careers um, Josh did you want to speak to a little bit of that what when you when you left ensemble what were your expectations of what would happen versus what um, would I didn't really have expectations I didn't know what I was going to do it, it, it's this really strange thing before I started ensemble I just left college I'd done a performing arts course and I didn't feel prepared for anything and I didn't know what was going to happen next and um, but when I left ensemble I was very lucky with the sort of connections that I'd made within the ensemble course and through Gray. I think just having 
train was there opens doors that may have been closed to me um if i hadn't trained with you and i, I think it's things like another important aspect of the course which i'd be remiss if i didn't speak about was, was the mentorship uh part where i had uh, stephen lloyd as my mentor and yeah. he has literally gone above and beyond and he's still with me on my journey to the day i mean even during the pandemic we've spoken almost weekly I, i'm meeting with him to work on something after uh the podcast is it's, you don't get that sort of thing with traditional training courses and I think that's something that I really wanted to emphasize is that when I left originally my first training course before I joined right I wasn't sure what was open to me whereas the difference after was I just grew in confidence and I thought I could at least knock on everyone's door and see what opportunities I could then get uh, luckily for me again through the connection so I I uh, I've worked with Stephen's theatre company, Amplified Theatre, uh, and other connections through there, like uh, Tom Wentworth and Amy Bethan Evans. I've, I've done uh, shows with them afterwards. Uh, and then I, I just carried on training. I, I, I think you never really finish training. You can get this big amount of training done, but then I think probably one of the most important aspects of the ensemble course that really stuck with me as well was you know it's not just a, you get exposed to a lot of different areas within the arts uh, devising and uh, directing all these things that when I first started I was like oh I want to be an actor but then you learn there are so many facets to the industry and you it's important to learn as well as what you like what you don't like and what you don't want to follow so that you can really latch on to the things that are important to you I always knew that uh i wanted to act for tv and screen so i ended up following that path i got uh, i've been lucky enough to train with uh, an, uh, a coach called christina chong who uh has taught me chubb technique and I've, I've just finished filming a short film with her and then i've also gone on to train with uh, mel churcher who specifically is training me for acting for tv and screen and I again this high caliber of people that i don't know if i'd have met them without doing the course and mm. building the confidence to contact these people and just say hey uh, uh I, i've seen your work or I've, I've read your book is there any way i can train with you and I, I think that's the importance you have to make your own path there are so many confusing avenues that we could go down but none of them are right and none of them are wrong and if you travel halfway down one and you decide that it's not right for you try something else there's so many things I mean if I said I don't know even a year ago uh when the pandemic started oh I wasn't a writer then but since you have you want to keep doing things and keep yourself busy starting writing it's just there is no wrong answer well that and that's similar for for you our and Ness as well isn't it that discovery of writing starting out as yeah. a training as actors and then going, oh, actually, we can write our own stuff and perform it. That's yeah. brilliant. Going back to a previous question just for a second, um, because it highlights, you know, like sort of how I am today. Um, two things really, I guess. I mean, number one, 
um, was working with Chris and him teaching me essentially that having a stammer is okay. You know, that, that, that struggling to speak is fine because it might take me a minute to get the words out, but they'll come. Mm. And he taught me that if I have a moment where I'm struggling to get a line out, just pass it off, just pass it off uh, as a dramatic pause. It doesn't need to be a big thing. Um, and then I remember um, working with Amit because he doesn't remember that. Um, and, oh, he and remembers. Remember, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, sorry. No. I, remember, I remember two things with him. I think it was on the same day, actually. Um, I remember he was working with me and a girl called Poppy. And um, mm, Poppy, Poppy was in... Yeah, I yeah. know her. Shout out yeah. to Poppy. Woo! Um, one thing that we both struggled with was projection. And just getting us to breathe and getting us to project. And he just kept going and going. And I was just like, if he doesn't shut up, I'm going to kill him. No. Um, <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then I remember on the same day, I think you were there, Jodie, watching. Yeah. Um, I was rehearsing um, my monologue uh, from Hamlet. And I, I can't remember why, but I remember Amit just saying the word grief over and over again. Just trying to really push me to feel. Mm. To feel like I've just lost my dad, essentially. And I can remember that I just started to cry and cry and cry. And I have never performed like that before or since. But what it showed me was I can get into a character. Like, I didn't think that I could really get into a character like that, but oh, I can. Um, and that, that was during a really a, a pivotal time, wasn't it, as well, because we were preparing for our showcase. And okay. I think you had said you were you were struggling to get there. You, you, you were asking, yeah. like, how do I get there to that moment, to that oh, yeah. point? Um, and, you know, and it, it is, it's, it's, it's crucial that we are being trained by artists who, who, who can untap that for us and who mm. can actually respect that we we deserve mm. to get and yeah. and you and so yeah I'm clarifying mm. the fact that um, I think when it mm. wasn't on day one that Amit made you cry it was on day <laughs> six or something so let's just get that on the record <laughs> and you asked was it five minutes in? no <laughs> no but but it it, it helped because I mean I'd gone from I can't project to on the day of the showcase asking Lizzie to run up to the back of the room and just tap the back wall. Um, 
so I could hear how far that I need to project in the theatre. Mm. And is at the Soho, weren't we? Oh yeah, yeah. and yeah. just the confidence, and I, I still have that confidence now. Um, um, I mean, sometimes, um, <laughs> she stopped doing it now. Thank God. But sometimes my mother will tell me um, if I'm really struggling to speak, um, and it's it's kind of a running joke. But she'll tell me, relax, breathe. They'll speak, and it's so close to this little rhyme. That it'd say, relax and prepare. If we're thinking about, um, and you've kind of touched on this a little bit already, but do you have, are there any regrets that you have in terms of, you know, not doing ensemble? I know you don't regret that. Um, that's very clear. But are there any regrets within your experience that you think, oh, I wish I would have, or I wish something would have been different? And you can't say me. No. Oh. <laughs> we could never see you, Jodie. <laughs> I'll pay you later, hour. <laughs> um, for me, I have no weekends of doing it. It was. It was so good. Do the toss and make a show out of it and show it to people. Yeah, I have no it's and uh, I don't have any re regrets uh, from any specific time in there. I mean, I, I think probably taking more in and understanding the fact that there is an industry out there and you have different people who are going to direct you in different ways. And I, re I really sort of felt that when Jenny directed me or when Amit directed me, it was a, it was a different experience. You, you have, um, it's, a, it's a good way in because it, you've got this safety net to learn and understand how the industry works I had a better idea leaving than I did going in and you sort of you really want to prepare for that and I think that's again one of the guiding examples is it's not easy out there it's not especially now but you can prepare for it and you can understand the way the industry works and it's not sugar-coated, and I think sometimes you may get that at places, but it, it, you sort of get, this is what's expected from you. Uh, yeah. This is a job. Do your job. Um, and you learn while you're there your weaknesses and strengths, and that is the time to work on your weaknesses mm. while you're safe. Mm. Yeah, that safe space, yeah. The, the the only thing that I can I can think that, that would sort of come as a regret, um, but it's more of a personal thing, really. Um, I wish that I hadn't needed to rely on the BSL interpreters so much. 
um, chiefly, I mean, um, one of the performers was deaf. Um, so obviously when he did his monologues, for example, he would do um, performative sign. Um, and of course, Lizzie, my access worker, you know, um, should be audio describing for me. And it's mm. like, how do you describe sign language? Like, how do you describe sign language? That's, and, and she'd have to grab um, one of the interpreters that wasn't doing anything at the moment. And they would just sit with me and explain it to me. But I just wish that there's been a way for me to sort of understand it better. But Ness, that's, that's how, that's access, isn't it? We all need different sorts of uh, access support and we all uh, use access in a different mm -hmm. way. And that mm -hmm. was where ensemble and we come together and sometimes <laughs> things are accessible and we need to go, okay, what do we do in this moment? How do yeah. we make this accessible for everyone? Because yeah. we have this, and, and that's, we have time yes. and space to figure it out. Yeah. Um, so not to, uh, not to kind of um, say what you have said is invalidness, but like, that that shouldn't be a regret. Like that's that's how we want to work, you know. It's we want to be able to um, be able to support each other. So, um, and that was a great solution that happened. So, what would if someone is um, out there listening who is uh, thinking, I want some drama training, don't know much about Grey Eye, or maybe I know a little bit, um, and have heard you talk today, but what advice would you? give to anyone, maybe just considering ever so slightly whether or not ensemble might be something that can benefit their drama training goals? Well, uh, speaking from experience, I had no idea when I applied about grey eye or any of those sort of things. So I can genuinely say from experience, just why not give it a try? I didn't think that I would be able to uh do any training or even be a working out i didn't think i'd be sat here today talking about it but i think it's important just to give anything a go because if you don't you just end up regretting and i think it it, it doesn't matter because you you just got you've just got to try it and there is nothing to gain from sitting back and hoping things will happen I, I remember filling out the form and genuinely thinking that I'm not going to get this. These things aren't meant for me, but obviously they are. And you you don't get anywhere if you if you don't try. So just give it a go. And I think what's when I think Ness, you were on the course. I think it was different to what when it's it's sort of developed since year one in that there is a week where everyone comes together called the Discover Week where it's actually meeting lots of different people, having taster workshops. And this is a, there's an audition at the end of it, a very supportive um, environment. It's a workshop and people perform their monologues in any way that's accessible for them um, in front of a supportive group. But then that week is also as much about those those participants on the program going is this for me do I want to take this forward and do I want to be part of the ensemble and do the course so there is that buffer as well 
Because Ness, I think you were thrown in the deep end, weren't you, in year one, all the year ones. It was like audition, interview, yeah. and then you yeah. were straight in there. Yeah, I remember when I think it was Meta called me. Um, Ted told me that I'd been accepted. Um, I, I think I had to ask her to repeat it. So I was just like, <laughs> no, uh-uh. I, I did not hear you correctly. Uh-uh. Uh, and I remember... I remember um, it was just a mad, um, I think it was a few days because we had to organise everything really fast. Mm. Um, yes, we've learned from those days. <laughs> I, I like that you've got that taste a week now because then, because then people have got time. And my advice to anybody who is considering it just jump in and do it you know if 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 you know you know you know if you do the course and you know especially after the test a week you know if if after the test a week you decide you want to do it then just do it but if after the test a week you decide that actually not for me then that's okay as well so we're going to go now to um, uh, for because hopefully the rest of the ensembles, as I, my Metro and I, uh, affectionately um, call you as a collective noun, um, our ensembles, <laughs> maybe some of them are listening out there. So this is your chance, our Josh and Ness. Um, so just a bit of a shout out, a bit of a tribute to some of your fellow ensembles. So thinking about your particular year groups, this is just a quick fire answers. Don't overthink it. The funniest, the funniest on some. Jamal. Jamal. Okay. Jamal from year one. Jamal Ajala. Shout out to Jamal. Uh, okay. Um, the rebel. Terry. Terry. Yeah. He's just ready to do anything. <laughs> what about um, the person who saw the most theatre? Helen. Harry. <laughs> uh, through the best parties? The great Christmas party. I thought you were going to say Dave Young. Um, <laughs> the most reliable ensemble in finding new food on Kingsland Road and coming back to gloat about it. Oh God! And Louie, it had to be Louie. Louie, I was thinking <laughs> you, Emma, but um, Dobby and Louie there. Are you? <laughs> you would come back with chicken wings and be like, "Look what I found! I found this new place on Kingsland Road, and they're the best chicken wings ever." And then people would be like, "Could I have some?" And you're like, "No." <laughs> they're mine. Wow. You would not share your chicken wings. Okay. <laughs> it was only chicken wings. Every every other aspect, you were hugely generous, Ella. I'm just really onto your chicken wings. Um, what about the person who is most consistently late? Poppy, but then that wasn't her fault. <laughs> Sorry, Poppy. Poppy was here. I'm pretty sure she'd say you, Ness, but that's all right. <laughs> Ouch. Okay, who was the t- who was the biggest talker? Ashton. 
Ashton. Ashton. Shout out to Ashton. Ashton. He always had a good story. Ashton. I'm going to say Ness. Yeah. Oh, Ness. shut up. <laughs> 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 I'm going to cry. It's true, though. When you, when you came in uh, of a day, usually a oh. Wednesday, you'd oh, always spend about 15 minutes. We had to start asking you to come in earlier because you'd spend the first 15 minutes having a cup of tea and talking about something funny that had happened on your way in. Someone had said something or you'd seen something or whatever. Yeah, I remember that. Well, thank you all of you for um, spending your, uh, what day is it? Uh, it's a Thursday morning yeah. um, with us here today. And it's lovely to see you all. And I hope you'll continue to take care in these strange times that we have. Um, but yeah, I hope you all know that uh, even though Ensemble is for you, is in the past that you have big futures ahead of you as well. And I hope that you'll come back and mentor our next ensembles um, and give them the encouragement um, that you had received as well. So thank you, everyone. Thank you. Visit greyeye.org and disabilityarts.online for details of productions, events, interviews, opinions, reviews and learning opportunities.